It's Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. As an entrepreneur, you started your business to follow your passion and not to spend your evenings doing bookkeeping. That's why Vancouver's podcast uses Legacy Advantage. Let me tell you, they are a great CPA-level bookkeeping firm. Let Legacy take the bookkeeping task off your hands so you can have more time to pursue your dreams. You will get peace of mind knowing that the bookkeeping is done and the tax authorities are off your back. Visit LegacyAdvantage.ca and if you mention that you came from Vancouver's podcast, they will give you a $100 credit to apply towards your first month. You simply can't beat that. Hello, this is Robert Smigel coming to you today with VancouverEntrepreneur.ca where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Jesse Barouche is the founder of Avanta Consulting in Vancouver. The company partners with companies to find the right people for high-performance cultures by focusing on creating access to candidates not looking for work in a market where job boards fail to deliver top-quality candidates. Born and raised in Toronto, Jesse moved to Vancouver back in 2006 and can be found hanging with his family, wife Leanne, and three kids, Ethan, Logan, and Sienna, or hiking the gross grind almost every morning. Well, Jesse, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Robert, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to, uh, to be here and have this conversation with you. And you've done the gross grind this morning, like we were talking earlier. Good, very impressive. I, I did. It is a rare, beautiful, uh, sunny, blue sky day today. So it was just, uh, it was a tremendous way to start the day. Great. Okay. Well, we know you're from Toronto. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us the details on your current business, Avanta. Yeah. So, um, you know, born and raised in, in Toronto, um, you know, I think what's interesting is, you know, for, um, from a business perspective, what a different landscape that is. You know, I, I sometimes say that Toronto and Vancouver are sort of like different countries um, culturally. Um, so, you know, sort of grew up in the business culture of downtown uh, Toronto, uh, working in the same business. So I've been doing this now for probably about 16 years. Um, started with a, a small boutique firm down on Bay Street uh, in Toronto. Um, working with, you know, some of the largest uh, Canadian corporations headquartered in downtown Toronto. Um, and um, shortly after working in that company, moved to a different company, and um, it was managed out of that Toronto office. So the president of that national company um, uh, had his office there and one day came out and said, oh, my gosh, everybody in the Vancouver office just quit. And I think uh, now, in hindsight, jokingly asked, if anybody wanted to go out there to Vancouver and sort this out, and I immediately raised my hand. Uh, and uh, about three weeks later, my wife and at the time our three-year-old and three-month-old uh, were out here in Vancouver, uh, working their uh, in their Vancouver office. And uh, so I, I joke that we moved here for two years, uh, twelve years ago. So you're planning to come for two, and you, now you're here for twelve. I am stuck in this beautiful city of ours. Yeah. 
Okay, now did you need financing to start your company and how are you currently making money in your business now? Yeah, so we, um, um, so, you know, with, with my savings uh, funded us uh, at the beginning, uh, I had a business partner at the time. Uh, he had moved here from the UK and, and uh, me from Toronto. And so we both sort of leveraged our savings to start our business. Um, you know, we're in a, we're in a service business, so it was relatively, um, uh, painless to finance at the time. And, and, um, and we've, we've sort of self-financed, uh, ourselves through our growth, uh, over these last 10 years. Um, I should say I have, he, he went back to the UK quite early on in our business and, uh, bought him out and took things over, um. And so how we make money today is by uh, helping uh, companies find people. So we, uh, we charge a fee uh, for search and placement. Okay. Now, what is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver or even Canada? So uh, there's a, f a few ways to answer that question. I think first and foremost, the conversation that we have with companies about hiring is a big one. Um, so, uh, you know, it's been said that perhaps the most important thing uh, a business can do is, is, is to hire. And so um, in that process, in that conversation, you know, particularly, and it may be sort of reflective of the landscape of companies out here being largely small and mid-sized companies, uh, often work with the entrepreneurs uh, who founded and run those businesses. Um, so I think the way we talk about our business today is that we're in the high-performance culture business. Uh, and if you think of what a company that does that looks like, um, you know, today I would say that the expression of that is that we help companies find and hire people. I think there's, um, you know, some additional things as we grow and evolve, uh, you know, where today we're doing some consulting um, in, you know, what does that look like? How do we prepare an organization to bring someone in um, who is, you know, who's got a change mandate? Uh, what should the organization be prepared for? What is a template of success that we've seen working with other businesses look like uh, for them to consider in their business? So I think the evolution of our business is to add uh, products and services around things like leadership development and, um, you know, um, OD and comp, et cetera. But, you know, today the, the biggest expression of how we help companies um, build high-performance culture is through uh, hiring and courting of talent. Um, and then as far as, you know, what does five, ten years look like, I think we'll, we'll have, uh, you know, I, uh, an office in Toronto. Um, you know, I'd, I'd love to, um, you know, return to my home city uh, and have a great reason to visit often. So I think uh, building a, an office in Toronto would be a really good complement to what we're doing and help us um, sort of expand our footprint and, and the types of companies that we work with. Okay, well, we've learned a little bit about you and we've learned about, uh, about your company. Let's talk a little bit about Vancouver. What are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur here in Vancouver, BC? I want you to give us some of the good points about starting a company here, but I also want you to give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Yeah, and, and so this is this is really a, a fun question for me to answer. I think I'm super sensitive to what the market is here in Vancouver, given that I, I had to learn how to be successful in this market. Um, and so, you know, while I was, um, you know, uh, an employee in Toronto, um, you know, I, I was super successful in, in what I was doing out there. Uh, and immediately when I got out here to Vancouver, nothing that I tried was working. Um, and so... 
you know, one of the ways I, I describe the differences to people between a market like Toronto and Vancouver is in Toronto, I couldn't get a coffee with anybody until I had done a few deals. And in Vancouver, we can't even talk about work until we've had coffee. So, you know, I, I think that um, really this is a relationship town. Things here happen through relationship. Uh, I think I'm, I'm, you know, super lucky and fortunate in my line of work. Everybody wants to have coffee with, with a recruiter. Um, so, you know, for me, it's, it's really how we've gone about building our business is, is through coffees and lunches. Um, but this concept of coffees and relationships, you know, I think people um, who are starting businesses here um, perhaps undervalue and underappreciate the need to really focus on building relationships here, uh, particularly if you're in a service uh, type business. Um, you know, Vancouver operates through who you know, through relationships. Um, and so, you know, advice would be to take the time to build relationships um, on your journey, um, not only uh, in the interest of growing and building your business, but, but there's just such a uh, wealth of entrepreneurs in this city who have come before um, and they've got a lot of the answers that we need. So, um, you know, through relationships in town, not only will you grow and build your business, but you'll grow and develop yourself. And I think that, um, I think that, that you know, those two things with a focus on, uh, uh, on the right business ideas really, um, you know, I think a, a recipe for how to be successful in Vancouver. Okay, we do some of our best work outside the office. Is there a place in the lower mainland close to where you live or work where you like to go Get, go recharge or get inspired or just think about your business and does it change with the season considering all the rain we get here yeah you know i've um you know growing up in toronto i i did not have access to nor did i appreciate the outdoors um, but here being in vancouver there there's really no better way regardless of the season whether you're getting um soaking wet in the rain during the winter or um, you know, bathed in sun in the summer, you know, starting the day off outdoors in nature, um, you know, uh, for, for me, you know, we talked about it earlier, the, the grouse grind is that. Um, so an opportunity to... So you're, really actually, you're actually thinking about work on the grouse grind? I thought I would just be thinking about getting up the hill. Yeah, you know, I, I'm... It's interesting. I, I, I'm um, fortunate enough to go with a group up the grouse grind, and most of us are... are business owners. Um, and so what's really cool about that walk is that, um, you know, we're talking business quite often. Uh, and, um, and there's a lot of coaching that happens out there and, um, uh, you know, entrepreneurs who build all different size businesses. So, um, you know, so, so you tend to get lost in the conversation and the hike just sort of happens. Um, but something about being out in nature with all that fresh air, which is so um, so unique to our, our geography in this beautiful city that we live in, is just, it's a great way to start the day. And even if we're not deep in conversation, just, uh, you know, stopping and taking a look at a around at the view and, and being surrounded by, uh, by the trees. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, it, it's hard to start days by not uh, getting out into nature. Okay, well, we have a lot of international listeners, so this next question, I want you to speak to them. If you were to start all over again, and you just moved here to Vancouver, BC, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do, and how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Mm, that's a great question. Um, you know, I, I think one of the uh, benefits of living in the time that we do is, um, 
um, you know, uh, social media has really opened it up. Um, you know, I, I guess, I, I, again, maybe something that I'm hypersensitive to. I think um, in my business, companies used to hire uh, folks like us because we knew where to find people. Uh, and I think our business has shifted away from search to really courting talent. And so, again, I think my answer is really steeped in, in being sensitive to this because now uh, the value that we create for our clients isn't in our ability to find people. We can all find people. So, um, you know, tools like LinkedIn and, and networking um, platforms like that have just made it so easy to identify who's who. Uh, and so, you know, I have this conversation often actually with folks who are new to Vancouver, who are coming here from other markets and uh, have held, um, you know, reasonably uh, significant positions in other cities. And they've, for whatever reason, have chosen to or find themselves living now in Vancouver. And, um, you know, I give everybody this uh, sort of advice of leverage LinkedIn. Um, you know, my earlier conversation around coffee, people here are incredibly open to meeting one-on-one -on -one for coffee. Uh, so if I was new here, again, knowing what I know now, I'd spend a lot more time in the early years um, really focused on building out those relationships. And I would do it just by simply, um, you know, um, doing some research online as to what the businesses are that are here, what what companies are here that are interesting to me in my field. And I would start a systematic process of, of identifying who individuals who work in those companies are. And I would uh, set a target for myself on going out and meeting some of these folks, not from the perspective of needing something from them, but from a place of curiosity as to what's going on in, in those businesses, in their world. Um, and you, you can learn a tremendous amount through having those types of conversations. Okay, do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way or are wired differently? Yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, I, I through this, this work that I do, meet so many entrepreneurs. Um, and um, so it's interesting, like, what's common? You know, what, what is, what's learned, what's innate, um, what is a, a, a common skill set? And, and, you know, I, I don't know, I've, I've seen... Uh, folks who are, um, you know, uh, really their gift is creativity. And within that, um, you know, tends to be sort of a competing skill set of, of structure and discipline. And I've seen some folks who are incredibly structured and disciplined and, and not very creative. And I've seen both build uh, really good, strong businesses, um, you know, by creating teams that, that uh, um, you know, help support whatever it is that they're uh, gift or talent is. So, you know, I, I think that an entrepreneur must have a desire to make a change, create an impact, um, and uh, a desire and a commitment to creating a future that otherwise wasn't going to happen. Um, and besides that, I think that entrepreneurs come in all shapes, sizes, backgrounds, um, you know, and, um, and I, I do believe anybody can be an entrepreneur uh, if they make the choice to, um, um, pursue that career, it. pursue that career. Yeah. And, and being persistent, I think is a big one too, right? Absolutely. Setting those goals and sticking to them. Okay. What books are you reading now and why, or even audiobooks? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also aspiring entrepreneurs? Man. Um, yeah, there, I mean, it, you know, and podcasts too. I mean, what, a, what a tremendous amount of information available through podcasts. Um, so, you know, I, I go, I, 
uh, admittedly fell out of a reading for a while there, um, and audiobooks have really brought me back. So it's just such a an easy way, you know, walking between meetings. I'm I'm always plugged in and listening to something. Um, so I, I read a, a few lately that have really uh, stuck out. Tim O'Reilly's What the Future. Um, you know, an insider's look into Silicon Valley and technology from someone who's been at the forefront uh, of, of tech. Um, so that, that's really been an interesting one as we all consider how technology is coming to disrupt our industries. Um, so from the perspective of, um, you know, creating our own futures in business so that the future doesn't one day swallow us up, um, have really enjoyed that book, um, to... Um, 10% Happier uh, is another one that I've just read recently. Um, and uh, that's a book on mindfulness uh, and, um, and, a, and meditation. That's by Dan Harris. Um, so, you know, I'm always trying to balance out reading between books that, um, you know, provide uh, business insight uh, to books that um, are really focused on, on growth um, from a personal perspective, personal development. So, um, you know, I think that I think that uh, one, you know, we're all insight junkies, and we all love to learn uh, insights and how other people have done it, etc. But um, I also think that there's a tremendous amount of learning and personal development and growth in uh, taking ourselves on that as entrepreneurs, uh, we just we simply uh, have to do. So um, I'm always trying to balance out those two areas. Any online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis? Could it be Skype? This could be Google Docs? Uh, anything like that? Um, Paper and pen? You know, I, 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 no, I, you know, I think Slack has really helped uh, us be a lot more efficient at work in terms of our internal communication. Um, you know, I, I'm, um, you know, uh, I think that, you know, um, almost all my client communications have moved on text now. So I think that the sort of uh, uh, barriers around texting has really come down to the point where almost all of my communication with, uh, with our customers and, and clients happens over text. Um, so, you know, with Slack and text are my sort of go-to communication tools and then emails for, uh, for documents, et cetera. But, you know, that we're, in the, we're in the people business. So um, all of that aside, I love to pick up the phone and talk to people. If you weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a bit, for a profession? Well, that's a that's a tough question. I I, I, um, I absolutely love what I get to do now. I think that um, you know what and what I love most about it is just an opportunity to get a peek under the covers at at all of these different businesses and get access to uh, other entrepreneurs. So, um, you know, for, for me, that the, the uh, combination of helping. Um, you know, businesses unlock whatever it is that's going on for them um, and tackle those problems and, and, and just the learning that I get in doing that. Um, so, you know, it would be, it'd be some other field. And that's probably a boring answer. Um, you know, maybe an astronaut or a race car driver. But, uh, but you know, getting to work with businesses um, for me is just, it's the coolest job that I can think of. What kind of a job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. You know, I have such respect for anybody who can build things with their hands. My wife has a uh, long list of things around the house. Uh, you know, I joke that it takes me six months to uh, change a light bulb when it goes out. Um, you know, I have such respect for folks who can who can work with their hands and are skilled in, at building things and creating things. Um, it's just, it's like the last thing that it's my last go-to when everything else that I like to do is done. 
um, you know, then I'll pick up the tools. Um, so I just have so much respect for people who are able to work with their hands. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? Yeah, I have, I have so many. Um, Do you have one I'm that blanking stands out? right now on one that, uh, one that comes to mind. Um, yeah, I'm blanking on that okay. right now. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear in business? I, I, yeah, well, I'm clear on that. I think that, um, well, that's just the way it is. And, um, um, you know, I think that uh, all too often we forget that we have a choice and that we are responsible. Uh, and so when, um, when people default to things just being the way things are, um, you know, that, that's one that I uh, love to dive into. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? I think, uh, I think tenacious. I think in, in the, the job that we do, it, it takes a level of tenacity, and, and, um, and the other would probably be persistence. Um, so, you know, probably those two. Okay. What keeps you up at night, if anything? You know, uh, the... the choices that uh, our, our, our customers have, uh, that, that, our, um, that our employees are making. Um, you know, it, it is the, the conversation about have we given people all the information, do they have the clarity that they need to make the right choices for themselves in, in their lives, uh, in what they're creating with their businesses, and in what they're creating for themselves and their jobs and their life. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always reflecting back to ensure that we've done our work and our job to really create the clarity for folks uh, who work in our business. Um, you know, is this what, is this, you know, do they have all the information? Um, is, there, is their path clear uh, to our clients? You know, have we really vetted out what business problem that they're looking to solve and, and, and our candidates, are they making the right decisions for themselves? So, you know, really practicing, um, you know, uh, helping folks creating clarity. And, and, you know, there'll be times where um, uh, something will come to me that we just hadn't thought of and hadn't brought up in conversation yet. And so those are the, those are the, the conversations that I'm always playing over uh, back in my head. Okay, I want you to give us the top three things on your Inspired Life list. This could be a bucket list of any sort, whether you want to write books, TEDx talk, you want to travel more, philanthropy, anything like that. Yeah, um, d definitely travel. So, um, you know, one of the um, commitments that my wife and I have is that we will, uh, we will uh, take the opportunity to explore the world. Um, so, um, you know, her and I have recently started traveling again. The, the, the children now are uh, at an age where we can uh, leave them with a nanny and, and, um, and hit the road. We were just in, um, in Israel and, and uh, we've got another trip coming up to uh, Seoul. Um, so, you know, for me, um, travel is, is uh, a huge passion and something that's super important to me. And another is, um, is philanthropy and, and giving back. Um, you know, our, our office is uh, located in, in the downtown east side in Vancouver in Railtown, which uh, on one hand is uh, an up-and-coming area, and on the other hand, um, you know, has a lot of social issues. So, you know, getting involved with the community down here is important and something that we do. And uh, and then on a global uh, level, there's a few organizations who, you know, we, we're uh, partnering with, um, with some initiatives there. So, you know, really, um, um, you know, personal, um, you know, travel is a huge passion. And, and then, you know, philanthropy and, and creating opportunities for others um, and, and really giving back that way is important. Okay. Do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout B.C.? 
Um, you know, I'm not so, so sure that it's, it's a, a piece of advice. Um, uh, or maybe it is. You know, I, I think that the um, understanding that the journey really is the destination. And I think we've all got this conversation going on in our heads that one day, so one day my business will be large enough that I can do these things. And, and one day I'll have enough money that I can, uh, I can then be this way or, or do these things. And I, I think the thing that, um, you know, I try to use to ground myself is that this is it. This journey that we're on in, in building our businesses and creating our lives, I mean, this really is it. There won't be this day where, you know, we take this step through these gates and we're there. Um, so, you know, I, I think that the journey being the destination would be the advice and to really ensure that um, uh, that we're doing what we love and um, and that we're enjoying the uh, the journey because this is really it. Um, and so I think that would be the advice I'd give to, uh, to folks. And have fun along the way as opposed to and, just being... And have away. fun. Okay, are you ready to have some fun? Let's do it. Okay, Jesse. As you know, entrepreneurs are always connected, very, very busy people, always on the go and always connected to clients or they're connected with staff or you name it, always busy. We're going to take you away from all that. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that only has one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist, by the way. We're going to drop you off there, and you won't have a computer or a smartphone or a tablet. You can use the phone booth located there anytime to call the boat. We'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call, and what would you do while you were there? It would be the best eight minutes of my life. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know... So I think I'd, I'd quickly figure out, I'm a routine guy, so I'd, uh, you know, I'd try to figure out a routine and it would have to involve uh, two things. Uh, one is fitness and the other is eating. So I would need to um, you know, figure out a fitness routine for myself and then I need to figure out the food situation. Um, I'm a foodie, so you know, whether there's some cool restaurants or some amazing ingredients that I could take and, and go prepare my own food, I think I could live comfortably um, you know, working out and having that food adventure um, for a while. Okay, so you would say what, maybe a couple days, three, four days? I'm going to say two weeks. Two weeks. No internet, no connection. That's okay. No internet. It would be amazing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, we're going to wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Yeah, no, only thank you so much for, uh, for having me on. Thank you for doing this, Robert. I think this is such an amazing resource for, um, for entrepreneurs to be able to um, you know, plug in and learn about what other folks are up to. Um, so thank you so much for, for doing this. Well, thank um, you this podcast is it's 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 great in this city of ours um and you can find us uh at avantaconsulting.com and of course please find me on linkedin uh and i would and you know that i would love to go for coffee with you so you can always shoot me a note uh on linkedin is there any coffee shop you usually go to i i you know jj bean is is sort of my go-to but uh, i do not discriminate okay great Okay, Jesse, well, thank you for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you, and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Awesome. Well, thank you again for having me on. Great. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Hey there. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Vancouver's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter 
and write a review for us on iTunes, and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.